Hello, Cul-de-Sac League. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the King Mike and Shake It Golf Podcast. King Mike in the house! Mr. Mike, how are we doing today? I'm good. I just got a bubbly in hand and let's get this crack crack the bubblies. Good one. Cheers. I got a little lime and grapefruit action going on. You know, I've been a little better. 0-2 start to the season. Yep. Thought I had that one in the bag, but clearly (laughs) I did not. Quite the Monday nighter, which uh, I must say the drama for the Monday nighter was a little bit better than the Thursday nighter that we just watched. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not a great game. No, no one really had fun. No. No. Cullen's freaking. Yeah. <laughs> CMC went down in a hurry. And what are you thinking? Four to eight? I mean, Four to eight? I, like, usually a guy comes out and they're like, he's questionable to return. They're going to take a look. And then, like, you know, maybe 20 minutes goes by and then they rule him out. You get the sideline update. This took, like, three minutes. <laughs> it was like <laughs> he went off and they were like, done for the game, will not return. Which yeah. makes me believe that it might not be. He's good. fucked. Colin's I mean, done. Colin's <laughs> done. I mean, hang up the cleats. <laughs> Come back next year. Even, even if he only like, notwithstanding the fact that Colin's going to be missing the number one overall pick and, like, far and away the best player in fantasy. The guy is a cheat code. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You he's know, unbelievable. He's staring Owen three in the face. Um, I mean, luckily for him, Dordor started Robbie Anderson, who also shit the bed. So, uh, I think they're like right equal in their projections right now, but you know, Cullen taking four points from Christian McCaffrey. Yikes. Yikes. I mean, I mean, at least Fitz has Hunt as his RB1, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, other than that, yeah. I mean, is this the end of the days of CMC being... The pick 1-1 one, one in the draft. I mean, it's obviously too early to say. We don't even know. Like, it could be it yeah. could be a strain. It could be back in two weeks. Yeah. You know, it's impossible if it's to know. it's a big hammy, if though. this is an eight-week injury, you have to worry about, you know, is he going to be the same? Uh, what's the percent chance of, of that risk Re- of re-injury? Yeah, um, definitely. So, I mean, maybe... But it's so early; it's hard. It's hard for us really to say. But yeah, um, that's a big injury. Like I had an injury with mustard, but that, <laughs> CMC is whole nother level. That's my flats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. So sorry, call baby, pour one out. I mean, and this is a guy called baby. Last I would year. never pour one out for call baby. Let's be honest. I mean, I feel bad though. This would be when did Saquon get hurt last year? I think right week away. One? Week one. Was that Scott? No, Ooh. Colin. That was Colin. Yeah. So, so, Colin's so that sucks fun. though. Like two yeah. years in a row, you lose your friend. Yeah. And like he first round, it. first round pick. CMC was 101. What was Saquon? 102? Yeah. This is just karma still from collusion. Yeah, that's game. true maybe. So, the, the collusion king. Yeah. You know, that's He might what have like, what was it? The Chicago Cubs? Had the like curse of the goat. The curse of the Bambino. Well, that was the Red Sox. Oh, was that the Red Sox? But yeah, same thing. Oh, the Billy Goat. The Billy Goat. Yeah. yeah. So 
The curse. The old collusion curse. Of the Murata. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of the Murata. Oof. Well, let's hope that uh, that that Herbert and and, uh, and Jalen Hurts don't have the same fate as Dak Prescott last year. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so why don't you give us our schedule for today with this pod? Tough one in Cullenland. Yeah, so... Today we're just going to run through a little week uh, week two recap. Uh, we already kind of recapped everything that you need to know out of the Thursday nighter. It was blah. Um, and then we're going to go through our pleasant delights. Oh, pleasant <laughs> delight. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that Mike was going to do that. Well, that's when he named that the thirst. segment. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to everyone for that. Um, but uh, yeah, pleasant, coming up. pleasant delight, which to us, um, well, to Mike, it is overtly sexual, apparently. But <laughs> what I thought it meant was... Doris likes uh, it. Doris <laughs> likes it for sure. Was the, uh, the player that post-draft that your opinion has changed on in a positive manner the most. So we went through each team and just kind of said a guy from their roster who... Who has been uh, the biggest pleasant delight for the yeah. first uh, first couple games here? So well, honestly, should should we do our week two recap first? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, um, we can start there. And I mean, the big news of week two was obviously the Monday nighter. Yeah. I mean, let's just jump into the closest match. So this was Beelangs and I. And basically Sunday night, I thought I had it in the bag. And I didn't really even know who he was starting, and I kind of even forgot. How many points were you up on Sunday? I was up a lot. And I was like, okay, like, B-Langs has one player. I don't know who the hell it is. <laughs> and then I forgot I even had Green Bay D. I was like, oh, I'm going to win this week. So you're up by 25 points. And then I was no, working. No, just, sorry, 30 points. I was up by 30, which is quite a bit. Yeah. Plus, I had one player, he had one player. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, week over. And I was working, and I like Green Bay, so I was recording the game. Yeah. I watched the whole game and c- didn't even know he had Aaron Jones. <laughs> so you're just watching Aaron Jones score touchdowns, yeah. and you're like, okay, let's go like, pack. Like, pack, let's go, Rogers to Jones, fire it up. Like, <laughs> no problem. And then after the game, I check fantasy. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> How the hell did I lose? <laughs> and meanwhile, the group is popping off. Yeah, the group's losing it. But I wasn't checking the group because obviously because you didn't want. It. Yeah, exactly. Because I was watching the game with Jeff Ives. Um, we went uh, went to the score on Davy for a little little couple beers and the Monday nighter, and um, we were both dialed in, and <laughs> it was it was awesome. Um, it was very funny, Jeff trying to explain to his boyfriend, Adam, who is not a sports fan at all, trying to explain <laughs> oh, the concept no. of like a team defense. And it was like, okay, so we're in fantasy. And like one guy has that guy, like Aaron Jones. And he's like, <laughs> okay, like I can, I can, yeah, I can wrap my head around that. And he's like, and so then the other guy has the defense and he's like, like all of them. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> so, the whole thing. So like it was, it was very fun. Um, and yeah, we were like. Like you guys, like, this listening. is what makes fantasy fun. Brian was blowing up. That's on the- why I was kind of like, even though I lost, I was disappointed. I didn't get to experience the live like stress the tension. 
you know? Because, like, you're not going to win all of them, but, no. like, it's, that's what's fun case, about it. in your case, none of them so far. Well, normally <laughs> I do. I would say in my history, I'm more up than normal. Well, I think we, uh, this we year, went through the Hall of Records. I think yeah. you're barely above 500. So, any other good, anyways, so, I lost. That was great. I mean, and, and not just law, I mean, so, we were going through oh, it. Oh, yeah. And Fuck. obviously you have the Packers defense, so you needed the ball to be back in the hands of Detroit. And with like three minutes left after Aaron Jones scores his last touchdown, Jared Goff threw a pick. So you were up by, or sorry, you were down by like one and a half. So you needed either a turnover or two sacks. And Detroit has the ball. They kicked the ball back. Detroit's got the ball with three minutes left. And it was like, okay, here we go. Like it's on now. And like first play... He almost got sacked, Jared Goff. It was yeah. like so close. I think he just got he just got the ball off. Um, See, I have no memory of this. Yeah, because I, I already it, shut off the sack, game. That sack didn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, they were down by like, two and a half scores. It didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but it really felt like one of those where he's like going to be taking shots downfield yeah, to try and come just gonna get and throw a pick. And uh, it was very very. Ex- and then it comes down to the last play. There's like five seconds left. And he, he, he's going for a Hail Mary. It's fourth and five. Oh, no. Yeah, it was fourth and five. I don't think there's no time on the clock. But um, he throws it. And, like, the defender in the end zone, like, the play is to just knock the ball down. because I didn't watch the end of this game. Yeah. So, so this is all new news fourth, to me. Fourth and five. <laughs> and so that, that's right. There was no time on the clock left. So the guy just should just knock it down. But I'm like, can you imagine if he goes for – had the stats pick in the end zone <laughs> on fourth and five and just destroys Brian's life. That but, is hilarious. Um, oh, it didn't it. happen. And uh, the other thing was like just all the opportunities I had to make that one point one eight points with yeah. like Julio scoring the touchdown. Yeah, which it got, got called, called back. back because like the little snidget of his heel was out of bounds. Yep. Yeah. To JT getting the ball on the one yard line three tries and getting stuffed yeah. against that amazing Rams defense. Yeah. Just all the little things. It all adds up. And it and all added up to a King Mike Law. And I mean, Brian was, was I know, I was talking to him earlier in the day and he was like, man, I'm going to be 0 2. I barely scored any points. Like, Dude, his whole team fucking sucked except for Lockett, who I had to play bloody twice <laughs> this year already because Jers traded him away. So he smoked me in my first matchup. And then he gets fucking traded and he smokes me in my second one. And then fucking B-Langs will probably trade him to full chub just so he faces me again. If I have to face Tyler Lockett one more time this year, I'm going to lose it. Well, we'll see. I hope, I hope that we just make that a thing. Let's just trade T. Lockett around so <laughs> that Mike can enjoy a single Seahawks game this year. Uh, <laughs> um, oh. Are there any other matchups that we really want to touch on? I mean, Spenny beat Full Chubb. Okay, Don Julio Jones. Uh, it was a close one for a bit, but then he daggered X Factor. Uh, I beat Jeff. Death by Sanu Sanu beats Susu Studio. Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Chalmers took Chalmers that one. Chalmers looking like shit. I'll I tell mean, you that. He's one and one. I, it's not yeah, you know not the end of the world here. One, we got a yeah. big matchup. The other, the only other one that maybe we wanted to touch on was the Scott and Fitz Magic Time um, matchup, yeah. where Fitz Magic Time the door door 
Throws up 138 points. Pretty good. You know, not great, that's but pretty good. That's a solo week. If you're throwing up 138 you know, every week, you're going to be in the playoffs. Fine. You're yeah. just fine. I mean, I had 133, and I won, so that was lucky. But um, he just got Derrick Henry. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, because as good as Aaron Jones was, Derrick Henry was better. Uh, 41.7 points. I mean... That's why Scott drafted him third overall. I mean, the thing is, too, though, like... I was a little bit worried about Derrick Henry at the beginning of the year. It's like, oh, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't catch the ball that often, and and but it happens every year. It happens every year. Everybody yeah, freaks out. And he's he... pass, Now he's catching the ball. Oh yeah, now he has like six catches. Well. I think he had five five receptions on five targets in week one, and then six on, on seven, six. On I think seven. I think he's caught all of them. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's, he's catching he's the catching ball. Catching the ball. So if you have Derrick Henry, which means Henry, he could be even a one down. He could, like he could be right what was there he last year? with CMC. He must have been. He was probably, probably the top two three because Dalvin was hurt. He was probably the two, unless Kamara, um, Kamara's like late season last Christmas season. stuff, his silly season stuff. Yeah, I'll look this up. Um, you but he, you know, talk. yeah, like Scotty's got a stud, and when you have a guy who goes and puts up forty-one points. You know, Dordor has Cooper Cup with a twenty-seven and a twenty-seven and a half point game, and still can't. Yeah, can't H- Henry was the one by. Henry the one? Oh yeah, because yeah, CMC was hurt, right? By twenty points over Kamara. Well, there you go. <laughs> so that's probably why Scott was like, "Well, he was the one last year, even with Kamara's huge game, still the one." You know, JJ was four. So what? Henry, Kamar, Cook, J.T., Aaron Jones, and then Montgomery. Wow. And Robinson. Anyways, interesting. Um, yeah. What so yeah, one? tough one for Dordor. Um, but um, you know, it is what it is. And it, it, I was just looking weirdly. Scotty had the New England defense who put up nineteen points, and Dordor had the Bills defense that put up twenty-two. randomly both of their defenses just popped um but um yeah so no we had some exciting week two matchups i'm excited i got my my uh matchup against chalmers this week you have full chub yeah battle of a couple oh and two teams battle of the oh and twos um someone needs did you go through the standings should we just go through a quick standings or do i would love to go through the standings yeah we all right (laughs) So two and old teams are Shaky Goff, Spenny Scott, and Death by Sanu Sanu. One and one are we got Fitz Magic Time, Jeff with a J or Don Julio Jones, Susu Studio, and the aforementioned Belang's football team. And the O and two is X Factor King Mike, who's a way better O and two than X Factor, but behind on points. Jeff and Full Chub. Rounding it out, being a full chub he is. Full chub is um, Stu is Stu in danger of missing the playoffs for the first time. Is yeah, it too early? Yeah, well, let's hope he just sucks this week. So I, I mean, that's him. the thing. We're gonna have an zero three team, at least one. At least one, yeah. I mean, now that now that Call Baby's missing CMC, could be two. Is he playing Fitz? Fitz has been yeah, putting out Fitz. a bunch of points yeah. this year. So. No. so it's gonna be interesting. So yeah, I think that's you know all that we want to. Obviously, it's very early. 2-0, and, oh, and we have the extra game this year. Um, so, you know, 0-2 isn't quite what 0-2 used to mean. Even 0-3, like, you you know, it's not over. 
by any means. And uh, it's a long way to go. Yep. We have a long way to go. So let's move on then to, I have to keep looking it up because it's not a phrase that is normally used. This is in Jeremy's vocabulary. The pleasant delight. Oh, pleasant (laughs) delight. Ew. Ew. A little pleasant delight. Okay. It's a good segment. Is it? Okay. Um, that's that's <laughs> the segment name. Um, so, yeah, for this one, we're just going to walk through uh, the teams from worst to first. and In terms of standings. Yes. Um, and highlight a guy that, um, and like I said, this is a guy that we're not really looking for value. We're more looking for someone who was drafted. Uh, no, not just drafted, but who has changed their perception the most since they were drafted or joined the team. So we'll start with Full Chubb. Take it away, Mr. Mike. Take it away. And for Full Chubb, the guy we picked was Michael Pittman Jr. And he's been the number one on Indy. I think he got him in the 10th round. 10th round, yep. 10th round, very good pick. And with Wentz, obviously he's a little hurt now, but like he's the go-to wide receiver target on that team. Put up like 120 yards last week. Yep. 10 receptions. He had 8 on 12 targets. 8 on 12 fucking... He against looked, the Rams. He looked at... Yeah, against the Rams too. So once comes back healthy with two sprained ankles, <laughs> which is bizarre, like that is an amazing 10th round pick where he could be a wide receiver too. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, he was quiet in the week in week one against Seattle. Um, but I, I think he just really kind of got game planned out of that game. And then he, he kind of took that step that everyone's been waiting for, uh, against the Rams. And, you know, you have a guy in this offense, he's, he's the clear number one. Like Zach yeah. Pascal's fine, fine, but Michael Pittman's the guy. T.Y. couldn't. I don't think at this age. T.Y.'s more of a I don't threat. think I, at this age. Pittman's the guy, yeah. It's going to be Pittman. And so, uh, you know, full chub, um... Yeah, got really nice value there, and that's just a guy who he's had this. We've been kind of waiting for him to break out, and he finally had that breakout performance against the Rams, no less. And I mean, if you're in twelve targets, you're gonna do something with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're oh, gonna yeah. be happy. I mean, definitely, he, he he'll get into the into the end zone a couple times, and um, should make uh, full chub very Hopefully, happy. Man. Yeah. Also, that O line might finally fucking do something for Wentz, and yeah. then he'll have even more shots. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe Pittman gets in the end zone this week. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, and looking at Jeff in second last, and Jeff, we have another wide receiver, and we're going to go to Brandon Cooks. Had a good game tonight in again. Houston. Put up 112 yards tonight. Uh, oh, even more with some rushing. But so here, I'll read through Brandon Cooks' stat lines here. Week 1, 132 yards, 5 receptions on 7 targets. Week 2, 78 yards and a touchdown, 9 receptions on 14 targets. Oof. And then today, 112 yards, 9 receptions and 11 targets. So you're getting massive volume. You've got touchdown upside. He's someone on Houston has to catch the football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you came into this year being like, he has no quarterback. He has Tyrod. Now Tyrod's hurt. Yeah. Mills comes in. 
And he's putting maybe the best numbers of his career mm-hmm. because he's the number one. And, like, you got him in the eighth round. I'd be happy as him as my wide receiver, too. Well, and, and uh, yeah, I think so. Like, tremendous value. And, like, that's a nice, pleasant delight. And <laughs> I, I said to Brian, because Brian was playing, Brian's playing Jeff. Jeff has Cooks. Brian had uh, Mills. And Ooh. he was like, well, like, at least I have Mills and it can kind of, like, cancel out Cooks. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I could see Mills throwing for 150 yards <laughs> and, like, no touchdowns and I'll an interception. Cooks. And then Cooks having 125 yards receiving. Yeah. And it wasn't that far off. I mean, Mills no. had 168 yards and 112 of them went to Brandon Cooks. So, <laughs> like, I feel like the knock on Cooks – was like, okay, well, we've seen him. He'd always, he'd been very good, but he'd had Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Uh, who did he have? He had Goff for Goff, a bit. I guess Goff would have been the worst. The thing about him had. also, he always was like the number two on a team and not like the guy, the de facto yeah. number one, the guy to go to. And now, yeah. Like, even like he was on Houston last year, right? I don't even remember. Because they had Fuller, who was more the guy. I Fuller mean, was the guy. I don't think he Fuller. was on Houston last year. Whose team was he on? I thought he was on the Pats. Oh. Really? Let's... Fuck if I know. No, he's on the... He was on Houston. Yeah. He only had the Pats one year. I thought he was there longer. <laughs> well, For some reason. There we um, go. Okay, no, he was on Houston last year. Short-term history for us. But he had Deshaun Watson throwing him the football. Yeah. So that, that's... But then Fuller was the guy. So that, that that was my point that I so eloquently made, is that when he was in New Orleans, he had Breeze. He had Brady in New England. He had okay. Goff. He had Goff for a couple years in L.A. And then, Goff which was is, good back then. But though. Goff... And, and then he had Deshaun Watson last year. So then it was like, okay, now he's coming in and he's got Tyrod. And Mills now. And, and now... Davis Mills, is he going to be able to be the guy? Um, and so far, the answer is yes. So, I think and he's never been the guy. No. So maybe in New England. Yeah, maybe, but like, not yeah, great. New England is a, doesn't really care. never really been the guy, and always had a fucking unreal quarterback for the mm. most part. So big question marks coming in, and he's paying the value. Yeah, yeah, nice work, um, Jeff. There, and so now we move to King Mike. Oh, King Mike! And this was a very easy one. This was very this easy. This was a no-brainer. This is the guy that I got in the 15th round while all you other fools were just sitting on your hands yelling about Lutavis Murray or whoever <laughs> you guys are jealous about me having. But it is Rob Gronkowski. Now, he's been unreal this year. And ever since week three last year, apparently he's been the tight end four. Yeah. Yep. Since week three. And he's been, he's basically in the top five tight end conversation with Mark Andrews. He's right there. To uh, Hawkinson, to who else? Like all around that kind of three to five range. Yeah. Hawkinson. Well, uh, there's obviously Kelsey, Kelsey. Kittle, Hawkinson. Yeah, Kittle um, hasn't even been that good. And this Kittle year. hasn't. So it's but, almost like Waller and Kelsey, and then like. So can, here's a stat, though. Everyone, you know, Rob Gonkrowski, everyone's like, he's washed, he was old, like, blah, 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 blah. 
he is like four months older than Travis Kelsey. What? They are born, they're the same age. I never knew that. They're born in the same, well, I guess they're not the same age right now because Kelsey's birthday is like next week, but they're wow. the same age. So, but the Kelsey, like, I don't even remember Kelsey. Kelsey started later. Okay. So um, Gronk's legs, Gronk has more football tread, body, more tread on just, those tires yeah. for sure. But I mean, Gronk I also know that. like retired, took a year off, so that you know that helps. Probably why he's so good. Now. But I, so it's just one of those things that you don't really think about. But hmm. everyone thinks of Gronk because of the retirement, but like old, washed, you know, all that stuff. And but Travis Kelsey is a locked in first round pick. Yeah, same age. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, Gronk's been a great pleasant surprise. Like, I mean, again, I don't think he's going to... I picked him as my tight end two. Yeah. I had Tanyan as my one, and then it's like, okay, Gronk. Obviously, he's not going to score, what is it, 34 touchdowns this year? Yeah, a, a touchdown every three catches. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been... He, like, is well, he the eight, number one eight target receptions in the first for Brady in the red zone. And Brady likes his guys, and he's just going like, to... And that, that team's going to score his points. his career with him. Yeah. Like... No, it, it was a great pick. And, I mean... It was a surprise. Oh. Definitely. Maybe, maybe like the it. biggest of, of all of these. Yeah. Um, I get to the 15th round. Because I don't... Like, like we said, he's not going to stay... Two touchdowns a game. No, but he—I think he's he going to stay in top, that top, top five tight end discussion. Which is amazing. Like, are you trading him for Mark Andrews right now? Probably not. Probably not. Especially with Lamar throwing. I would, ball. <laughs> you know, I would probably. I guess here I'll like I would take Kelsey. Obviously, I would take Waller. I would take Hawkinson. But Hawkinson, you can even. And I, I would still take Kittle. Fiddle your Kittle. Yes. Yeah. So if but he's that's, that's five, it. I'd take you know, Kittle over then Hawkinson. He's in the, then he's in the um, the pits. But even Hawkinson and him are very close because, like, Hawkinson's never done anything. Well, we can we can talk about him. Okay. A little bit. Okay. A little spoiler alert there. Spoiler. Um. Now we move on to the X factor. And Mikey, oh, this was this was Mikey. the X factor. Mikey had what is no factor, and because his team. Couldn't really find a guy for his team. So we've decided to go with Matt Prater. The reason why we're picking Matt Prater is because he got him in the last pick of the draft. Mr. Irrelevant. And he's actually put up some decent weeks for being a kicker. The guy's banging banging balls around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so first week he put up eight points. Okay. But then in his second week he put yeah. up 12, which is for the last pick of the draft, you had... Chalmers picked Buckner, or whatever his name is, in the 13th round last year. And now Collins coming along and picking this kicker. Last pick of the draft. And he's like a top He's the kicker 10. Kicker. kicker. Oh, sorry. Kicker 9. Kicker 9 on the year. So K-9. that's great value. He's getting three place value. <laughs> I'm looking at the kickers right now. <laughs> in the top 10. Only five of them are rostered. <laughs> Where is fucking? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just kidding, Colin. We uh, we we like we do like someone on your team. Who did we pick? Uh, we took uh, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Who? Oh, the Darnold. We just watched have a great game. Who, who's rolling on your bench? Like uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, Cole Baby is pretty deep now because he he has Jalen Hurts, the Herbivore, Justin Herbert, and Sam Darnold, who's 
I mean, pushed it like pushed his way into that top fifteen conversation. Yeah, like he was a late round target for me. And here was another. I, I wanted him as well, as I, we talked about on the last on the last podcast. The thing, another thing, and there's another weird age thing with Sam Darnold. And <laughs> let me just look at it. because these guys come in at weird ages. The yeah, I'm not gonna be able, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it live, but he's like the same age. Maybe it's Herbert. Oh, something very odd. Where it's Herbert. something. Yeah, Herbert's like a year younger than him. Oh yeah, but it seems and like Herbert was a rookie last year. It seems like Darnold's been in the in the league for yeah and four he had, years. He had mono, so he was out for a year. And then he had Adam like, Gase. And yeah, then, and like it just. One thing after another. He was a like a really thought after prospect. Like, yeah, I mean they took him first or second over, first overall, third overall, third overall. Yeah, but like he had a huge praise coming out of yeah college. Yeah, and, and so like maybe he throws it all together. That's why I want to take a shot on him. And that's change a, of scenery. He, he never had the weapons coach. that he does now. He never had a DJ Moore in New York. He doesn't have mono. Um, about yeah. kissing girls all left, right, and center. Well, you never know. Well, it might be his pleasant delight, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Darnold, tonight, I mean, tonight, the game we just watched, it was blah, and it was against Houston, but 23 for 34, 304 yards, and uh, two scores along the ground. Yeah. We like that. He could be a low-end QB1 by the end of the year. Yeah. Probably not. I guess, I'd say like QB fifteen. I think, like I said, fifth top fifteen. I could see him in that. Who mix. would you rather, Carr, or Darnold? Uh, Carr. Really? Yes. It's an interesting comparison. Yep. Well, I'm another spoiler. We might be talking about Derek Carr <laughs> a little bit later. <laughs> um, okay. But we'll we'll move on from Matt Prater and X Factor to B Langs. So, and so this one, I don't even want to really talk about this one. So B-Langs, and this one I don't want to fucking talk about either because I faced this guy yeah, twice. made you be 0-2, yeah. It good. made me be 0-2, and that is Tyler Lockett, who is currently the wide receiver one on the year, blowing up the league, blowing up my team, <laughs> and been outstanding. Uh, people went into the draft. DK's the number one. Yeah. Tyler's the number one B2. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows if he'll stay consistent because that was the big thing. He has huge has games, yeah. low games, but you never know. People are doubling DK and Tyler's been open and he's taking advantage. And, and they've been letting Russ push the ball downfield. And when he does that, it, more often than not, it's the T-Lockett. And, you know, obviously I made that trade last week trying to kind of sell high. A little bit and buy a little bit low on, on Allen Robinson. And I, you know, I stand by the trade, I, at least the process. Right now I'm getting rinsed a bit because yeah. everyone's going, well, is Lockett going to be this guy? Or at least, a you know, and, and A-Rob has, was a little bit disappointing last week. Sterling Shepard, the other part of that deal has looked pretty good for B-Lang. So, yeah. I mean, so far he's gotten the better, the upper hand on me in that deal um, now. I'm it's after one week. Yeah, and I'm very curious what A Rob will do when Fields with comes Fields. I mean, uh, yes, I think that that massively. Justin Fields is the best quarterback that he's ever had. 
Yeah. Because he got drafted in Jacksonville. Well, he had the Blake Bortles. He was, yeah, exactly. The Bortles. <laughs> so he was in Jacksonville with Bortles and whatever else shit they ran through. And then he got to Chicago where his best quarterback's been like Trubisky. Ugh. And Mitchell. so like he's never had a decent quarterback. So I'm, I'm, I am excited. And who knows if Fields will be that guy Yeah, we still not. don't know. <laughs> Fields but, might just be able to run the ball a lot. Yeah. Well, no, but he's got a good deep ball. Yeah, um, and, good and, arm. But although that might help, know. that might help uh, Darnell Mooney more than anything. But, but anyways, T. Lock, wide receiver one on the year. Yeah, unreal start. Yeah, yeah. So great value for B. Langs there. Um, and so now we move on up to Susu Studio, and this guy was an interesting one. And when I when I said hmm. to Mike that he had been drafted, Mike thought that he'd been picked off the waiver wire. Tyson yeah. Williams in Baltimore, thirteenth round too. And and so now this happened. And I'm trying to remember the order of operations because J.K. Dobbins was hurt. Yeah. But like, Gus Edwards was not. But then Gus got hurt like three days before our draft or maybe two days in practice. Did he not Did he not get drafted? The Gus bus? Yeah. Or did he get hurt right, right before the draft? I thought he got hurt. Okay, that would make sense then why Chalmers took Tyson Williams. In the 13th. No, I thought someone took Gus. Right, we're going to... We need a producer so that someone can just look this up and not make us look like such fucking idiots. Don't worry. I'll probably cut that part. Um, yeah. Gus went in the fifth round. So, Full Chubb drafted Gus Edwards in the fifth round. Wow. And so, Chalmers takes... But that's, you know... Tyson Lilly. That's... that's what, Both Chalmers and I have similar late round strategies. Just take a guy... A, a handcuff and maybe something happens. And in this case, he was holding the right guy. The 13th round. That's a surprising one. Yeah, it is. I mean, the thing is like, like I thought he'd be on the waivers. And even when he was on like the waivers, a lot of people wouldn't even pick him up because everybody's like, they're going to sign Lute. Well, but Murray hadn't even been cut yet. Yeah, I know, but like he's the RB2. Like nobody was even talking about this. Guy. I think it was because we were still reeling from the J.K. Dobbins news. Mm. And everyone was kind of like, Gus everyone was like, okay, well, if Gus Edwards is J.K. Dobbins, who's the next Gus Edwards? Because they still weren't going to have one running back. And it was still a backfield that people wanted someone to be a part of. And that's why I think would be the, the thought process for Chalmers to take Tyson Williams. And hey, it's worked out really well. He's... Good start. You know, a pretty good, uh, looking like an RB2 if he can hang on to that backfield. Yeah, um, as long as he doesn't fumble. Two games, yeah. two fumbles. Yeah, One exactly. The red when, he's zone. Held, when he's held onto the ball, he's looked good. That's the um, only downside. Because if he starts being fumbleitis over there, mm-hmm. then they're just going to be like, fuck it, Lutave's the man. And, and well, well, they'll bring in like he, a Devonta Freeman. Yeah. Or, or Lutavis even. will be like the goal line guy just because he holds on to the bar. Always gets four yards, no yep. matter what. Yep. So, but as of now, you know, Tyson Williams in the 13th is a very nice, very nice little pickup from Susu Studio. Oh. So, um, nice little pleasant delight. Yep. And the next guy that we get to talk about on Don Julio Jones, Jeff with a J, oh. is a guy that are we getting duped? Probably. <laughs> I find, this is why we fucking hated his team. <laughs> because of his quarterback strategy. And it just ha- so happens that Danny Dimes has is, been 
pop. Absolutely popping off. Holy smokes. I mean, I'm speechless. So we got, what, Danny Dimes in the ninth round, I think? Ninth round. So, and then week one, 21.38 points. Week two against Washington's D, where you think he's just going to get slaughtered. Yeah. 29.46 points. So I don't know what rank he is in quarterback. QB4. QB4. Here's the QB list. Kyler Murray, Pat okay. Mahomes, Tom Brady, Danny Dimes. Wow. <laughs> Danny fucking that's Dimes. That's the list. <laughs> and Danny Dimes went late. Yeah. I mean, obviously don't expect this the rest of the year. But has he established himself but as someone who has enough of a rushing upside... He could be a top fifteen that he guy. Can, he can be in the mix, right? Like he's yeah. and, and he's limited. He's only fumbled once. That was always the joke with Danny Dimes, right? Like all the turnovers. And he's he, I don't yeah. think he's thrown a pick yet. Yeah, no picks, one fumble. That's great. Yeah. Sign me up. His rookie season when he came on for like half the year, he was pretty good. Well, and there was a reason. And so he's that's still, why he got drafted high I think last him. year. It might have been like, the these, year before. Might yeah. have been the year before or Okay. No, no, I think it was last year. I think you're right. And then, and then he just sucked. Well, and he's a guy that I think people look at to have like a Josh Allen step forward in the passing game because yeah. people have been like, well, okay, well, Josh Allen really struggled passing the ball, had the rushing upside, and then he kind of put it all together. And so people have been kind of, I've heard being like, well, like, not saying, but like maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's flashing Josh. I and mean, he was the sixth overall pick. Yeah. In 2019. So I mean, everybody hated that pick. Though. It's true. Everybody was like, <laughs> Giants fans were jumping off buildings. But yeah, I mean, I still wouldn't want him as my art or QB two. The QB one. Well, yeah. Who's his QB one? Baker. Oh, Baker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still still don't like his QB strategy. I think he's fine as a QB two, though. I really do. I think I think he's going to give you that rushing upside. That I feel like you would want to pair him with a QB three, where you can play where you can matchups. Yeah, However, yeah. they played Washington, and I wouldn't start him this week, and he popped. And now he's got Probably. Atlanta. Yeah, it or last should week, be so. a smash. Yeah, hot Atlanta. But you uh, never know. This could be the game where that's he the just thing. Sucks. This is- Everyone, this is the game where everyone's finally buying into the Danny Dimes hype, and he's gonna fumble it three times and throw two picks. Oh yeah. Um, but great pick, Gita. <laughs> yeah. Um, where are we going now? Fitz Magic time. So next, yeah, Fitz Magic time, and this one we actually had two guys. A couple little extra for experts here. So the first one, which he drafted in the third or fourth round. I think we should do the other one first because I think the other one is the bigger. Okay. Is the bigger. I'll let you take the other one first because this one was yours, and then we'll go to mine. In the eighth round, and we went through the eighth round. It was a pretty good round you for, like this for wide delight, receivers. But uh, <laughs> he's feeling it. Jersey's getting a little foot massage the, going no, for me right no now. Foot massage. Oh, pleasant delight. We need to foot get, massage going on. We need to get a, a, uh, this on video so everyone knows that there's no touching. There's no foot massage. We got a little footsies going on. Debo Samuel. <laughs> yeah, Debo. Who, you know, he had that kind of upside. Everyone's like. You know, he flashed a little bit last year, but people are like, okay, well, he's behind Ayuk. He's behind Kittle. Is he going to, you know, where does he fit in that Niners passing game? And he goes out 
and gets 12 targets for 189 yards and a tud in week one, while Ayukin does nothing. Yeah. And then last week he puts up a casual 93 yards. I think he rushed for a couple yards. Another 10 points. Ayuk has one catch yeah. all year. And, and Debo Samuel's been a guy. People are drafting Ayuk over Debo everywhere. By rounds everywhere. ahead. Rounds yeah. ahead. And, yeah. and and so I mean I've always I think, the, I think he's the wide receiver three. If is he? Yeah. Well, so I've always been a massive I'm fan of Debo coming out of college because he's just like he'll just fucking run through you, yeah. and that's like Seahawks style. So I really wanted the Seahawks to draft him. Yeah. Back in the day, of course, he went to the 49ers. but like love his style. He's the number one guy for Garopp. The only question mark is, will he be the number one guy for Trey Lance when Trey Lance yeah. comes in the game, or will it be Ayuk, or will Lance just use himself? Who knows? But Debo's the man right now. He's the guy. He's a freak. He, he is the wide receiver three. He gets injured because he does like to be physical. Yeah, yeah. But when he's on the field, he's outstanding. And so Doris has used that pick and the one that you want to talk about a little bit because we couldn't decide. Who is more of a pleasant delight, and 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 so I'll let you take this one away, Mister Cooper Cup, the wide receiver two, the wide receiver two on the year. Why this is a pleasant delight because I think most people were drafting Robert Woods in front of him as Robert Woods was the clear wide receiver one on the team last year, mm-hmm. and it was more just like, what the heck is Doris thinking drafting him <laughs> at three? Or round three in front of a lot of guys that we would have rathered, but and we went through them all last week. Yeah, but cops looking like the main guy, just like Debo is for Garop. And yet Stafford, Stafford, Stafford and Cup have just dialed in on each other. And I, now you would have maybe taken. I, so over Woods. I was saying, like Woods to me, it depends on what you're looking for. Like for my wide receiver one, I probably would have gone Cup. I can agree with you there. Because the upsides like larger. Robert Woods is not gonna be a top eight wide receiver. He's just not he'll be no. wide receiver 11, 12, twelve to fifteen. Yeah. And you know he's gonna be there, and that's fine. Which but is great for a wide receiver two on your team. A hundred percent. And yeah. you, and you know the floor's there, but Cooper Cup was what, two years ago he was like the wide receiver he was a top five wide receiver two years ago. So he has it in him and he had a bit of an off year last year. And so I think everyone kind of got a little bit down on him, but it's one of those things where it's kind of like looking back and you're like, how did we miss this? Like staff, he's getting Stafford coming in. He was yeah. a monster. And so I, 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 I can see the thought process that would have led Doris to taking him over Robert Woods. Now I wouldn't have taken him over some of the other guys who he talked, which we already which talked we about. Already talked about. But I ended up with that egg on my face two hey. weeks in because Cooper Cup's been well the wide receiver too. Doris team's been good this year, and so you but know for Robbie we, Anderson. We couldn't. But. Yeah, well, Robbie Anderson. Has <laughs> Robbie Anderson. Did you have a catch tonight? One yeah, catch, point eight. Yards. One catch for eight yards. Nice. Yeah, on two targets. Great. Nice. Maybe he needs a wide receiver. Just <laughs> saying. Just saying. Oh, boy. Come at me. Yeah, yeah. I got um, a couple wide receivers that you might like. Yeah, he can give you a running back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, death by Sanu Sanu. We had another two wide receivers on this one that we couldn't, we oh, couldn't yeah. split. Who do you want to talk about? 
I want to talk about Hollywood Brown mm-hmm. because this is the guy I drafted last year. Yeah. I was Early. huge on him. I wanted him. I think year. I got him in the eighth. Oh, I think it was. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like we could argue for days um, until we look it up, which yeah. we're not going to. But anyways, I think I got him, and I was like, this is my guy. Yeah. I think he was my wide receiver three. I was pumped. Yeah. And then Lamar came out, and he can't throw the ball. <laughs> and so this year, I'm like, fuck Hollywood. He already burned me so badly last year. And that's what everyone did, I think. And then now he's come out, and he's been the guy. Yeah. Been the guy in Baltimore and putting up an amazing season. What did he get drafted in? 12th or 13th round by Will? And uh, 12th, yeah. 12th round. Was he riding his bench this week? Yes, he was, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, may he'll start in the future, but okay. So last two weeks, 69 yards in the first week and a tutty for a good 13.4 points. And this lot, or week two was. Six for 10, 113 yards, and another touchdown for 17.3 yards. I mean, this is a guy who I wanted as a high upside wide receiver two last year. So if Lamar gets his throwing back a little bit and, and so starts far, hitting so far he, it seems like he has. Hollywood, yeah, he could be a solid wide receiver two that you got. Super for late for nothing. that I was fucking avoiding. I was off. Hops. I was off. Yeah. I wanted nothing to do with him. He's a wide receiver six so far. Um, wow. So, I mean, so far we've talked about the wide receiver one, Lockett, two, Cup, three, Debo, uh, and then six, Hollywood. He's so, five. Thielen. Oh, interesting. Wow. You didn't want to know who four is? Oh, did we? Sorry, it was. <laughs> four is Hop. Yeah, we don't need to. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted you to ask so bad, and then you just, just blew right by it. Um, so the guy that I want to talk about for Willie that I, again, we kind of disagreed here, who is the six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, wide, I think we 10. both like, yeah, both. true. Yeah. We both like them both. Um, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Who Willie got in the seventh round. And now this was a guy that had so much hype coming into the draft season. Everyone was like, this guy is going to be unbelievable. He's just, he went Justin like Jefferson. sixth overall in the NFL draft. Yeah, like the next Justin Jefferson, like this guy's going to be outstanding. And then he had some dropsies in preseason and in camp. Said he couldn't see the he ball. Came out with that weird quote about how the, the balls white were different. Lines and he can't see and it. And then all of a sudden everyone got spooked. And, you know, like I don't, like where he went. In Maybe the behind Tyler Boyd in our draft. Yeah, he did. Boyd went in the seventh. He went in the eighth. And so, I mean, that's not great. But <laughs> I mean, I get. I can. I, like Higgins went before him. T. Higgins. I get the argument for going T. Higgins over over Jamar Chase. Um, yeah. But Willie took that upside bet, and it's so far it's hit. You know, it's hit and real well. Last last game, you know, he only had four targets, only had two receptions. But he can still break off that big play and save your week, and and he's gonna get enough volume. I think I think they're gonna throw the ball more in Cincy than they have so far, and um, you know I, I think that yeah he was he's a guy who's right. It was like one of those things that like as soon as week one started, Jamar Chase scored like in the first quarter, yeah. and everyone was like, oh, we made a mistake. He's that like type of. High upside wide receiver three slash low end wide receiver two. That's yeah. the boom bust. Yeah, exactly. Which you were saying. So yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I like him. He's his wide receiver three in his lineup, and he's a and great guy perfect. to have. Yeah. And so he's he almost like Robbie last year's Robbie Anderson. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so Scotty, we teased this one a little bit. Um, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. So TJ, TJ. Coming in, I think Hawkinson was pretty clearly the tight end five. Yeah. He was going to get a lot of six. He was, was going to get a lot of opportunity this year. You know, it was you had Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, and then Mark Andrews, and then it was probably Hawkinson, Pitts. Yeah. Well, and that kind of ended that tier. Hawkinson and Pitts were right around the bottom there. I think he's moved himself up to third. To third? I would put him ahead of Kittle. Over fiddle your Kittle? I would. That might come back and burn you. Water bet? Rest of season? Rest of season, 10 games. Minimum 10 games. From, from week now. three on. Yeah, 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 I'll take that. Let's do it. Points per game? Yeah, points per game. Confirm. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, Hawkinson's an interesting guy. He was good last year, but he was kind of up and down, and like you couldn't fully trust him. But this year, it looks like he's getting that trust where you can go in week in, week out. It's going to get the volume where all of a sudden he's getting a ton of receptions. and Because no one else, there's no one else to catch the, the ball. He's the guy. There. So, yeah. I mean, I could see him being solid. Maybe his upside isn't as big as like a Gronk. But, okay. I think Last it is, two though. weeks. I think it is, though. Like, he can eight receptions get... for 97 yards and then eight for 66 in a tutty. Because I think his upside so, yeah. is bigger than Gronk because he, he's gonna he's more involved. He can get okay. the yardage and he can rip off a touchdown or two. Okay, okay. Um, I just love that pick from Scotty to get, you know, an elite tight end in the seventh round while to pay for a Waller or a Kelsey or a Kittle, you were, you know, you're taking it as a top three It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And it was good, like, best value for that tier. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, Gronk was better value just because it was so much later. But that's that's as good as you get for somebody you're aiming for, actually. Absolutely. Um, So... Are you looking up something or can I move I'm on to the next I'm just putting in our water bet, so yeah. Okay, okay, perfect. So next we're moving on to champion, Mr. Spenny. Now Spenny, the guy I love, who's a pleasant delight on the year for his team, is Mr. Mike Williams. Now Mike Williams is a guy who has been injured so often but when he's on the field, he's always seemed to hit. And this year has been no different. And he's actually blowing out expectations. Where he's top five wide receiver on the year, I think. He is, no, because we already went through the top five. Okay, he's and number six. And then we six. did Marquise, was, Hollywood Brown was six. Mike Williams is seven. Number seven, Mike Williams. So, 91 yards in a tutty last week. 82 yards in a tutty the week before. But he seemed like the go-to guy right now for herbs. And, and that's the thing. The volume, you know, eight, eight receptions on 12 targets in week one, seven on 10 in week two. So if you're averaging 11 targets a game, like, yeah, he's not going to score a touchdown every single game. But if you're averaging 11 targets a game in that offense with Herbert throwing you the ball, you're going to be productive. You're going to have a high floor. And when you do pop a touchdown, 
you're a 15 point guy. And so like Spenny got him in what the 10th round for free, basically. And he slides in as a wide receiver too, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be interesting if he could stay healthy all year. Well, will he have better points than Keenan out? That'd be interesting. That is interesting. He could. That's the crazy thing. Is like his upside's could. huge. He actually could. Now, he, like, he's just so, so talented. And yeah, he's finally putting it together. And it's like, he's one of those ones, another one where it's like, are we getting duped? Because we wanted, but with Mike Williams, I feel like every year you want to But he's always been good on the field. Yeah. He just gets injured just left, right, injured. and center. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we're not really getting duped. It's more just, can those hammies stay up? It's can, normally yeah. a hamstring problem with him. And He's landing on his face. And, yeah, in, yeah, in preseason. <laughs> Remember on Red Dogs? It's yeah. like, oh, bites out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I love the Mike If Williams he can stay healthy for a full season, like, he'll be a fucking top wide receiver one. Yeah, yeah maybe. Healthy. Maybe. There's a good shot. Maybe. There's a good shot. Um, okay, well, let's uh, wrap this thing up with, uh, we said we were going last to first, so now we've arrived at the first. So, just interesting stat. Oh. We only had one running back on this list. I was thinking that. I was like, man, we're picking a lot of wide receivers. <laughs> because we're literally just saying the same thing over and over. We had one quarterback until now. Nope. Three quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks. Two, Darnold and Danny Dimes. And two tight ends. Oh, and two tight ends. Okay. So anyways, going on to our last one. And shake a gaff. And we are picking Mr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr, baby. The guy's been lights out. Lights out. Just like I knew he would. There's a reason I waited (laughs) till the ninth round to pick my second quarterback. Best quarterback tandem in the league. Yo, hands down, to date. Now... Derek Carr has, I had him last year, and he put out a couple big, big weeks. And then he often follows it with a week that gives you one point (laughs) or two points. So he's very inconsistent. However, he's looking really sharp. And the thing, too, is he's gone in and done it. Like, here's his Baltimore. And then at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Those are two games that nobody expected Derek Carr to do anything in. No. He's half the reason I picked up Taylor Heineke. I was like, God damn, can I trust Derek Carr <laughs> He's in... He's been 35 fab on time. I'm like, can I trust Derek Carr in Pittsburgh? I don't know. And then I picked up Heineke, and I'm like, I can't really start him right away. Heineke put up 20 points. And, and I was like, like, fuck, I wish I'd played Heineke. And then Derek Carr goes out and puts up 24 and looked good doing it. And, like, here's his yards on the air. 435 against Baltimore. Now, he did have overtime. Okay, That helped yeah, him there. Which but, helped. But then 382, which would have probably been pretty similar. Yeah, against, against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's, he's leading the league in yardage. But now he's going to play Miami and, he, and probably put up 100. Well, that's the thing. Now, now he's, so he, he had a touchdown call back, too, for... I don't remember what... That was a hold. Something. But, um, yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. He, he kind of is like Danny Dimes, where you're like, right when you start to believe... In Derek Carr, in a smash play against Miami, where you're like, he should walk over the Tua-less Dolphins. He's going to go in and, yeah, and throw up 100 yards, a couple picks, and they're going to lose somehow. I, I personally, hope it doesn't happen. I personally have a massive trust problem with him just because <laughs> of last year. what he year. did to you last year. 
But, but maybe I mean, this is his breakout. But it's not even a breakout. Like like three years ago, he was the QB nine. Yeah, but the year before kind that, of he regressed was like, to what he, he, he has, has been. But like he was good three or four years ago. He was like a pretty consistent top ten quarterback. Like yeah. that team was really good. They started eight and zero or nine. Like they started really well. Okay. They were like a Super Bowl contender. But one then year. he kind of turned into what he is. His weapons aren't the greatest. Like he has Waller and that's the thing. He, really he he's been able else. to feed Waller and then Wall. They the haven't been thinking because if they Antonio if they target or if they cover Waller, if they double him, it opens up so much space for Rugs and Edwards. And Rugs is I think Rugs is going to pop this this year. I he was a guy I wanted. Uh, I didn't spend a ton on him. Uh, in fab because yeah, I basically have him. I have the same thing in Jalen Rager. Um, yeah, but he's just a flyer. But I, I mean, he's a weapon though. He is. Yeah, well, like you'll know, play him maybe every third week. He might have an eighty yard. Even touchdown. aside from that, we're just talking about Derek Carr though. He's someone that Derek Carr can use even if he's stretching the field downfield. That opens up more space for Waller underneath. Like, but like you think. He did this last year, too, with the same guys. Yeah, but Ruggs was a rookie. Yeah. And I think Waller's taken a step forward as well. I mean, Waller's... And I think Brian Edwards has taken a step forward as well. He was also a rookie last year. So, like, I'm not saying... I'm not saying he's got, like... I'm not saying he's stacked. No. But... I just don't trust it, but... It could be a breakout. So, <laughs> I don't know. What were you saying? This guy, is he duping us? Yeah, exactly. And that's like, what I don't know. Is he duping us? He could be making me look like a stupid idiot pretty quickly. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. But for now, I, okay, so here's the thing. Who would you rather buy into the rest of the season? Derek Carr or Danny Dimes? Oh, Derek Carr. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Danny Dimes is shit last year. <laughs> like, what was, you just asked me one. I did. Was that on air? Derek Carr. Yeah, that was on air. Okay, forget it. Then yeah, we already yeah. talked about it. I couldn't remember that was before. That was Carr we, was before versus, we started. I think, one of our other guys. Oh, yeah. Who the Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, Carr. Yeah, I'd pick Carr. Carr. Yeah. Um, so, out of this list of 12 guys, we had Michael Pittman, Brandon Cooks, okay, Gronk, so Darnold, Lockett, Tyson, Danny Dimes, Debo, Chase, Hollywood, and Hawkinson. Mike Williams and Derek Carr. Which guy do you think is the has been the biggest, the most pleasant delight? The other most, than my foot massages, delightful. Give me. Yeah, the most delightful out of all of them. I'm gonna ignore the foot massage thing. Uh, I think it has to be Gronk. You're saying Gronk? For me, I'm gonna say. <sighs> it's hard, Matt Prater. The problem is, it's like I I would probably pick Gronk just because it's like you can see him doing it for the rest of the year. Well, but all of these guys, we picked them because I was going to have a good Carr. chance to keep doing what they're doing. I yeah. was going to say Gronk. <laughs> so we're picking so each we're other, just gassing each other up on the podcast. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I mean, Devo's up there too. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, like, all of them are up we, there. We, we but. picked all of these guys because it's not like like it, it's easy to. Although we basically did just sort by wide receivers who popped in the first two weeks <laughs> and then talk about them. But all of these guys, I think, have really good paths to consist to staying usable. It's not like someone's just gonna flash. Hang on, I'm trying to look at who might be 
a wide receiver that we're not super like an Adam Thielen. Uh, I, I, you know, he's had three touchdowns in his first two games. Okay. I, you know, I don't know about you know that. You'll be interesting. Even a Zach Pascal. To look at this Corderell list. Patterson. To look at this list. Christian Kirk. Week 10. We should, make be a like, note. we should make a note to do that. Yeah, and, and be like, which guys held on and which guys just fell how, how stupid we look. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I, I don't know. There's got to be a couple guys that just start sucking. I, I think the biggest. This happens. Josh Jacobs last year looked fucking amazing for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember the first week he put up 36 points. The next week he put out, like, 14 or 15. Remember, I'm like, this guy is my RB1. RB1 and then just sucked. And and, I and that's a him. duping. I wanted him. That is yeah, a duping of the delight. You got duped. You got duped. <laughs> is it delight or duped? Yeah. A delight or duped? <laughs> we'll do that, so, in, so we'll next do that week, in week 10. Next delight week. Delight or duped? We're probably going to come out with which guys have disappointed. Mm-hmm. So far, on yeah. Team. So we've we've made everyone feel all fat and happy and all nice about mm. all your picks. And nice then next delighting. week, we're gonna crush them. We're gonna dupe you. <laughs> <laughs> I like delight or dupe. Yeah, delight or dupe. I'm gonna make a note. Otherwise, we'll just fully forget that we said that and not talk about it ever again. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Um, okay, I think you know we were like, oh, we'll have a nice short one. We don't have much to talk about today. And now we're probably pushing what, 45 minutes an hour? Yeah, probably around 50. <clears throat> no, that's, that's not bad. That's, that's not bad. We're kind of aiming for that 45 to an hour. Yeah, range. yeah. So, kind of the sweet last spot. Last year we hit like an hour 45. Yeah, we had we had a couple that were that were pretty not long. Good, good. But um, yeah, so we appreciate uh, all you guys hanging in there. Uh, what, uh, one kind of note, Mikey has figured out how to get us on Google Podcasts. And we have the RSS stream now, so we'll post that in the group. Yeah, and you can add, so you can add it to whatever um, podcast client you use. I Unless use you're podcast Apple, addict. probably because Apples are shit. <laughs> and you should be able to get it. So with if the you RSS, have an Android phone and you use like Podcast Addict, you can just add the RSS feed. I'm sure you'd be able to get it. Anyways, I don't know if Apple's does something. We'll different. figure it out. Um, let us know if you have problems. But yeah, now you can actually download the podcast rather than having to like stream it through a through a, a browser um and so with that i think we will sign off yeah and uh we'll look forward to next week when i'm three and oh and king mike's oh and three hopefully yeah, no <laughs> but i do have the battle for last place right now yeah because one of us is going to be oh and three and it's definitely going to be full chub because he sucks <laughs> All right, everyone, uh, take care, and we'll, we'll talk to you in a week or so. Mike out. Ciao. Later.